0: In this episode, HousingWire Digital Media Manager Alcina Lloyd joins HW Plus Managing Editor Brenna Nath to discuss the newly released HousingWire May Magazine issue and review the biggest topics that came out of the HousingWire newsroom last week. In this episode, the pair discuss President Joe Biden's proposed first-time homebuyer tax credit. Loan Depot forming a JV partnership with LGI Homes, and what readers can expect in HousingWire's May Magazine issue. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor.
1: As a top 10 subservicer with a 98% customer satisfaction rate, TMS does business a different way, and it does it well. They deliver next level service with next level technology innovations, like Simi, their servicing portal that can help make a lender's job a breeze. So when you're ready to have the service put back into your subservicing, go to subservicing.themoneysource.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to HousingWire's Monday Morning Cup of Coffee. I'm Elsona Lloyd, HousingWire's Digital Media Manager. And today I'm once again joined by HousingWire's HW Plus and Magazine Managing Editor, Brenna Nath. Thanks for joining us today, Brenna. Happy to be here.
0: I'm glad to have you.
1: Um, Listeners today will be discussing the hottest stories that came out of the newsroom last week, as well as this month's magazine. Before touching on that, Brenna, what were some of the topics that caught your eye last week and last month? I know Biden's 15K tax credit dominated headlines, and there was a lot of focus on housing inventory and affordability as they continue to be pressing issues.
0: But what caught your eye specifically? I love that you highlight those things because dominated is such a great way to put it um, when it comes to article coverage. April was a very busy month. I know we probably reiterate that every month and say it was a busy month, but April really just brought a huge steady flow of must read content. So as you mentioned, I definitely think the Biden article caught my eye. So for people who want to go read that it's Biden's 15,000 first time home buyer tax credit is now a bill. I'd like to highlight and if you follow um, any of Sarah's uh, PM notes or any of the coverage there, it's very important to differentiate the two different bills that you have going on right now. You have Biden's 15K first-time homebuyer tax credit, and then you also have this grant that's going around. The grant's a lot more narrow, and this bill um, is a lot wider, I guess, for lack of a, kind of a better word there for what people can use. So important to differentiate the difference between those two. So that definitely caught my eye, but to, to maybe give a different answer than the highest reading articles I would also say towards the end of last week, James Kleiman, who is our managing editor of the newsroom, wrote an article titled Loan Depot Forms JV with Home Builder LGI Homes. What stood out to me about this article is that it's the latest in a long string of JV um, joint ventures relationships that have been coming out as of late. And then in the article, he has a pretty good kind of... um, look back on what the industry has done. So like Loan Depot's already partnered with AV Homes, which is also a JV. Um, It also has JV partnerships with Meritage Homes, Michael Saunders & Co., TriPoint, Polygon Northwest, LTI, Brookfield. Um, So it was just a very big year for there. And I know uh, Loan Depot's not alone in that partnership. A lot of other companies are doing these JV ventures. So that's a topic that they've been closely following. And I would highlight that as people start to grow, who are they partnering with? especially the home building community, as I'll always shout out Logan Motoshami, who writes our kind of analytics, new home sales, home builders, and the new home sale growth. So those are two different topics between the first time home buyer tax credit and also how this industry is moving into 2021, forming these JD partnerships.
1: I think it's interesting. I can say that COVID-19 definitely has had an impact on both If we're talking about the tax credit or just talking about more companies merging and partnering together. Um, I'm interested to see how that continues in 2021, especially as we start to see affordability become more of an issue when it comes to home buying, what that means for um, home buyer demand and purchase volume as we move forward. Um, as we wrap or talk about that, sorry, um, I want to talk about this month's magazine, which will focus on the secondary market. Um, some of the issues that we just discussed are going to impact secondary market as well too. Um, what stories are we likely to focus on this month in the magazine? Yeah.
0: Secondary marketing, I think is the topic and I would want to echo. We have, uh, three great commentaries in this month's issue. So just to call them out, we have a commentary from Richard Cost. He wrote an article on the end of forbearance in the capital markets. Then we have an article by Victoria Wynn. She talked about um, the role that compliance plays in software. And then we also have a commentary by Alex. I might be kind of messing up his last name, but Alasia. And he's really writing about the cyclical nature of the mortgage industry. And what's unique about his piece is the fact that I actually interviewed him at the end of 2020. I was tasked with writing the piece on what does 2021 look like for the secondary market? And two of those people that wrote the commentaries, I had the pleasure of interviewing at the end of last year, asking them, okay, what's important to to keep in mind? And Richard Koss really kind of talked about um, the rescue role that the Fed played in 2020. It um, had reminiscence back to uh, QE, quantitative easing. And how it's not often that the secondary market takes such a forefront position in the industry. And it really did play this rescue role. The Fed came in, lowered rates, and that completely changed the trajectory of the industry in 2020. And then you go from his perspective. And so so background on Richard Cross. he is currently for his title. He's the chief research officer at Recursion. And he previously has served as the head of capital markets of research at Fannie Mae and as IMS visiting scholar and director of Global Housing Watch. So he kind of gives this research perspective on what happens and what do we need to look ahead to when it comes to forbearance. And then you have a boots on the ground look from Alex Elijah, and he is the chief strategy officer at UWM. As we all know, UWM also had a very busy year. They filed for um, initial public offering. They're now a publicly traded company. They also had a massive um, busy refi and purchase year. But he also kind of talks about how the industry can really kind of get caught up in the secondary market, but it's really important um, to not always have to get caught up in the weeds. So those are two commentaries I'd point out. Um, I'm very passionate about the magazines. So I'm going to list one more when it comes to the secondary mm-hmm. market and then touch on the awards. But we also have a, a piece in here by John Tuig. For some background on him, he is currently, uh, his title official is managing or, director at Raymond James, and he's also a board member and president of Raymond James Mortgage Company. What's unique about his piece is, I think it was almost a month ago now, maybe like mid-April, where they put out, uh, the Humda data came out. We listed the top, I think we put out 20 or the top 15 lenders according to the Humda data, along with the CFPB's data. And then we used iemergence data to help kind of parse through it and figure out the key things to highlight. Well, John Tuig's data really dives into like, okay, what does this shift mean with the title of the article being a new golden age in the secondary Market mortgage market and will lender focus shift to the jumbo non-conforming market? But in order to look ahead, he gives a look back. So he takes a look back at what were the big banks during the financial crisis? Where did they go? So where did, um, you know, Bank of America, Washington Mutual, um, uh, the, the banks that really did on of crash? And how has that market been divided up now going into 2021? It, the role of the non-banks, who are the biggest ones? And then also what are they focusing on? How does the credit market look? So it um, reminds me of kind of a Logan style article. There are many charts in it. So there's a lot of data packed into this just to really look at, okay, what is this new age in the secondary mortgage market? So those are two that I would highlight. And then I would also just want to shout out, congratulations, a huge round of applause to our housing finance winners. This is uh, our honorary award. So that's exciting. This is our first um, our first class of housing finance heavy hitters. So as we talk about the mortgage market, these are the people that really spearheaded that change or closely watching the mortgage market. They were closing, closely watching the Federal Reserve. So you have some great names on here. You have Julie Booth. She's this chief financial officer and treasurer at Rocket Companies. You also have Greg Brown. He's a chief financial officer at Academy Mortgage. And more, you have the CFO at REMAX, Gary Callahan, Jerry McCollett. He's the executive director of Upper Markets at Guaranteed Ray. I could go on. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a great class. These are definitely the people who I'm sure if you could see behind the curtains over the last year and the conversations that they had being the CFOs and the people have to watch the liquidity of the market, mm-hmm. uh, they definitely were uh, game changers over the past year and I'm sure heading into the future.
1: Well, it's awesome that we're able to highlight them and let more people know about what they do and work that they bring to the industry. Yeah. And as we talk about highlighting, I want to let our listeners know that our magazine is a part of House and premium subscription service, A Shipping Plus. Uh, Brendan, can you let our audience know a little bit more if they don't know anything
0: about it right now? Yeah. The magazine, I know everyone has their different types of ways they want to consume content. I still enjoy a cup of coffee on the weekend and sitting down with the magazine and reading through it, taking your eyes off the digital web for a little bit. So you, we do publish 10 issues of the print magazine, but we also have an online digital issue if you prefer to consume your content online. But outside of the magazine, which we just talked about, you get, I mean, a minimum of 10 in-depth articles a month. So I would highlight uh, Matt Matthew Blake. He wrote um, this three-part series on real estate commissions taking about the past, present, and the future of almost this 100-year-old kind of... Um, rule or I guess like, uh, I wouldn't call it a rule, but like, um, I, I guess like a kind of law from the past, it's really set the pace for how the year ahead is for the next hundred years have gone when it came to real estate commissions, this three-part deep dive interviewing, you know, the people who are, uh, you know, the biggest people kind of the discount brokerages who are trying to disrupt that place all the way to the people who are creating the lawsuits against NAR for this rule, um, when it comes to real estate commission. So, Pieces like that, that really go deep into the news that really helps you stay competitive and get in a competitive edge going forward. And then you also have your standard stories like, okay, mortgage rates went um, back below 3%. What is everyone saying about this? So you have a magazine, your long-form digital content. And then would want to shout out, we are gearing up again for engaged marketing. that's yeah. coming up here in June, <laughs> which is a great, uh, great and exciting thing. And all of our HW Plus members get um access to our virtual event. So they get free access. It comes as part of their membership. And that's definitely a conference that you don't want to miss because marketing um, these days it's playing it's a heavy role in a company, especially those they're also decision makers at a company. So uh, that will help kind of navigate as both well of your head. So excited about the conference coming up.
1: That's awesome. And like I said, if you don't have a subscription yet, you just need to go ahead and get one because you're missing out on a lot of really good stuff. Well, listeners, yes, (laughs) listeners, I want to say thank you for tuning into another live recording of Monday Morning Coffee. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you here next Monday, and until then, check out HousingWire Daily if you don't want to miss out on all the amazing content that we have planned for this week. Thank you.
0: Thanks again, brennan